You are listening to the Fancy Free Podcast, where my guests and I tell our most embarrassing funny stories so we all feel less alone in our imperfections and see how sharing these stories helps us forge connection through vulnerability and humor. I'm Joanne Jarrett, and I'm your host, and today is a very special compilation episode. Shelfie Shop has partnered with several other small businesses in a holiday vendor fair. We are calling it the Twice as Nice Holiday Vendor Fair, and it is a group on Facebook. We're having an amazing sale with so much stuff that will just finish off your Christmas shopping. Okay, I'm going to give you a list of the vendors that are participating in this vendor fair. The first one is Bawana Bath and Body, and Bawana sells amazing handmade soap and bath bombs. And I just received my order and I'm so excited to use this stuff. It's beautiful. It smells so good. And it's handmade. We have a vendor for Pampered Chef. And you guys, Pampered Chef is a no-brainer. Their kitchen stuff is so high quality. And I bought myself a cherry pitter. I'm super excited about that because cherries are on my top five favorite foods, but I've never had a cherry pitter before. So I'm going to go crazy next time cherries are in season. I also put a couple things from Pampered Chef on my wish list because there's some things that I won't splurge for myself, but I definitely hope I get for Christmas. So fingers crossed. We have a Touchstone Crystal vendor, and this is a jewelry company that is related to Swarovski crystals. And this jewelry is so pretty. The pictures don't even do it justice. I can't tell you specifically what I ordered in case my girls are listening to this, but I ordered each of them some awesome stuff that I know they're going to love. And when I opened it, when I received it, my jaw dropped. I was like, what? This is so pretty. So that is really a fun one. There is Three Arrows Coffee Company, which is a coffee roastery. And I just finished our first bag of Three Arrows Coffee. And we usually just use the Kirkland brand. And my husband and I aren't really coffee connoisseurs, but we do drink coffee every day, but we both put our creamers in it. The first day I made coffee from Three Arrows Coffee Company instead of our regular stuff, my husband was like, what is this coffee? It tastes really good. And then we switched back to our other stuff when it was gone and it was like, wah, wah, wah. So I'm going to have to get a regular supply of that. Then there's Usborne Books and More. And this is a company that I think is so amazing. I wish I'd known about it or maybe it wasn't even around when my kids were little. Usborne Books sells Usborne and Kane Miller books, and they say they're the most exciting, engaging, and educational books on the market today. They're high quality, innovative, lavishly illustrated, and best of all, kids love to read them. We have a Scentsy vendor, and my favorite thing that I received for one of the prize baskets was a fragrance flower. It's a cute little flower. It sits in a really pretty little glass container, and then it just wicks the aroma out into the room, and I think it's such a neat idea. But Scentsy also has, as you know, warmers and wax, diffusers and oil, air purifiers, and much more. Next, we have Ajua's Creations, and Rachel is selling hand-sewn aromatherapy bags, eye masks, neck and shoulder aromatherapy bags, weighted lap bags, all kinds of cool stuff. She fills them with a mixture of rice and oats and then puts in essential oils and you can heat them in the microwave or put them in the freezer. Such a great idea. We have a Young Living vendor. Young Living is essential oils. We have a Faster Way coach and Dr. Amber Stevens is doing some coaching to help women become healthier physically and also emotionally. And she focuses on diet and exercise. We have a Norwex vendor and Norwex sells cleaning supplies. My very favorite 
Norwex item is my glass cleaning cloth and it's magical, I tell you. It does not sound exciting. But once I got it and used it, then I bought it as gifts for every woman that I know because that's how awesome it is. It's this purple cloth. You get it a little bit wet and then you squeeze it out and then you can clean your windows, your mirrors, your faucets. I even use it on my appliances. And when my house was on the market, I could do all that in like five minutes through my whole house and everything would be perfectly crystal clean. And then you just throw the cloth in the wash and dry it and it's ready to go again. And you can use it multiple times before you wash it. It seems silly that I'm so excited about a glass cleaning cloth, but I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you. Also, I really loved their laundry detergent until I bought a machine that requires specific other kind of detergent. We have a Mary and Martha vendor and Mary and Martha is a faith-based company and they sell beautiful home decor and other inspirational items. Of course, we have Shelfie Shop where you can buy the most comfortable loungewear in the entire world with the perfect built-in shelf bra. And then we also have a Rodin and Fields rep and Rodin and Fields sells skincare products. They also have gone into hair care and I'm actually really interested to look into their hair care products since I've lost some hair since COVID. Apparently that's pretty common. Okay, so get your Christmas shopping done December 3rd and 4th. Join our group ahead of time so that you're in there. We are going to do lives and posts with coupon codes and you're gonna be able to get great deals on this amazing stuff and also be entered to win free stuff from a majority of the companies. We have a Facebook group and this is how you're gonna find it. Go to Facebook and in the search window, type in twice as nice holiday vendor fair. It's under groups. So after you type twice as nice holiday vendor fair and search, then scroll down and click groups and then you'll see us. Click on that, request to join. Somebody will honor your request right away and then you'll be in the group. Or if you don't want to search for the group in Facebook, you can go to fancyfreepodcast.com slash episode 147. And I will put a link directly to the group in the show notes. On December 3rd and 4th, we will be doing posts and live videos and giving you the links and the coupon codes and everything to buy what we're selling at an awesome discount. Okay, not only are you going to be able to get your Christmas shopping finished and be so happy with yourself by joining our vendor fair, but also we are giving away three baskets of free goodies. Each basket is a combination of amazing stuff from all the vendors. First prize will go to the winner of a drawing and to enter the drawing, you will have had to order from at least four vendors. The second prize will go to the winner of the drawing that has ordered from at least three vendors. And then the third place will go to all of the people who were entered into the previous drawings and didn't win one of them. So you guys, this is like a Christmas present for yourself, but it's free and it's amazing. Everybody's mailing their stuff to me and I am putting the baskets together and sending them to the winners. And I... Now I have to buy a whole bunch more stuff because these these girls are sending me things. Of course, we shopped from each other and they're sending me things that I was like, oh, this is nice. Stuff that I didn't even notice on on their website or whatever. So I just wanted you to meet the women that run these small businesses. So I thought it would be so fun to get several of the vendors on Fancy Free Podcast telling us about their not so fancy stories in addition to what they have to offer us. 
This is a little bit of an unconventional episode. I hope you absolutely love it. And make sure that you listen to our last episode, too. I interviewed Christy Cates from the three Southern Cats and Mama TikTok and YouTube. She is absolutely hysterical. She has four cats now, and she does voices for them. I mean, it was an ab workout, and I used several tissues while I was interviewing her. So if that gives you any idea. You're going to love that one. So make sure you go ahead and check that one out. And then we have another one coming up next week, which is going to be really great too. I interviewed a comedian. Enjoy the episode. Hi, my name is Elise Sims, and I am a Norwex consultant. And uh, I'm a stay-at-home mom currently slash part-time physician, uh, trained in family medicine. I have three boys, three, five, and 16, so they keep me really busy. So I was just going to share a story happened when we first moved into our house in Tennessee. It wasn't long we'd been here, and we discovered there was a lot of raccoons that kept coming up on the back porch, and the screened-in porch didn't have, like, pet screen yet, so it was easily torn. So one of the little feisty raccoons uh, figured out how to tear through the screen, I think, to try to get to our cat food that we had out for our cats. And so we patched that up with intentions of putting pet screen all over the screened-in porch. And so you know how it is when you get busy moving. One night, my husband came downstairs and screamed, and one of those raccoons had clawed through the screen, went through the pet door, and was sitting on our island in our kitchen trying to get in like a peanut butter jar that was left there. And so he was like, okay, we've got to do something about these raccoons. Like, we're going to set some traps. Um, We're going to have to relocate them to a less human populated area so we did that and we were able to trap a few of the raccoons and we relocated them to a wooded area not far from here but one little guy we were tired and from moving and just everything and chris set the trap that's my husband that night and then came inside because um we still thought there was a few left so apparently it was like a whole gang of raccoons um which i really like raccoons but it just i don't want them you know coming in my house whenever they feel free we woke up the next morning and he had trapped one but since in his sleep deprived state he had left his bank deposit or his business uh, his deposit with all his checks for that day and you know cash he just left it on top of the cage um because apparently I, I guess he came home straight from work and went out there to set the trap and that little raccoon had taken all those checks and cash and just pulled it through the cage and just shredded it (laughs) so everything was shredded and my husband he's like well you know I can let people know about the checks but he said the cash I just I don't know what to do I hate to lose all that cash so he washed it in some type of like 
solution. I'm not really sure. And then he pieced it all back together. And that raccoon had not eaten anything. It just shredded it all to bits because it was pretty much all there, the cash part, when he taped it all back together ever so carefully. And I guess the embarrassing, it's just a crazy story, but the embarrassing part of this story is then we took it to the bank to turn back in and get cash. And so the teller, she was really sweet. I mean, she was looking at it. And so she was like, um, what happened to this? And the look on her face when he told her, I was just sitting there thinking, please don't tell her, don't tell her, let's just not tell her. Um, I mean, the look on her face was just, you know, shock, disbelief, because it's such a crazy story. But um, we were able to recoup the money from the bank, and thankfully they didn't not take it or something. But um, anyway, that's a crazy story from when we first moved in here. Um, I hope you all have a great holidays, and you don't find any raccoons on your island in the middle of the night. My name is Kelly Kalin, and I'm an anesthesiologist in Northern California. I'm married to my wonderful husband, who is also an anesthesiologist, and we live with our four sons, who are high school age all the way down to transitional kindergarten. There's no lack of personality traits in our household, let me tell you. My husband and I met in medical school back in 2003. Our cadavers were side by side. I know, how romantic, right? I had the morbidly obese cadaver. And he had a cachectic, super skinny one. So it took me two to three times longer to dissect mine to get down to the structures that we needed to study. So I asked him one day if I could study off of his, which would make my life so much easier and uh, save a lot of time. And of course, he let me and we started studying together and we were inseparable ever since. It's not, not the most typical love story, but we ended up getting married a few years later and now we have four boys and that's our story. I like doing these vendor fairs on Facebook because I enjoy working behind the scenes. I like making graphics and videos and this is my way of socializing with other women and supporting their small businesses. And because I don't do much socializing in real life because who has time for that when you have four kids and, and you work, right? So I am used to working behind the scenes as an anesthesiologist and not getting much credit anyway because the surgeon always gets the credit for saving the patient's life when we know the real truth, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding, surgeons out there listening to me. We are a team and we do it together, right? But I'm more of an introvert, believe it or not. And so this is my way of expressing myself, making videos and graphics and holding these vendor fairs. And this is just a fun thing that I like to do to support other women's small businesses and increasing their traffic and I just really enjoy it. So thank you so much for joining us. Join us on Facebook the first weekend of December. We are going to have a second go around at this event. The first go around was pretty successful and lots of fun and we have some pretty exciting gift baskets we're going to be giving away at this event. Thanks again everyone. I was in Walmart with my son Tyler who was four at the time and we walk by a dwarf, and he had never seen someone who was so small before. He points to the dwarf, 
and he goes, look, mommy, a fat baby, super loudly. Everyone around me turned to look at him, could not believe he said that. And to this day, I don't know if the poor dwarf person heard him, but God, I hope that they did not. I was so embarrassed (laughs) and I got out of there as quick as I possibly could. One time back in high school when I was 16 years old, I was in the marching band and we had an away game. So the buses drove us to an away field and it was pretty far from where we lived. I was a drummer and I was super excited to march in the football game and at halftime. And I loved being in the marching band. It was a dress down game where we could wear jeans instead of our normal uniforms. And our normal uniforms were black and really hot. And I grew up in Florida. So it was a treat to be able to just wear jeans and a t-shirt for this game. And so I did. And I bent over to pick up my drum. And someone said, Kelly, I have to tell you something. And I said, what? And they said... I think you're on your period. And I said, no way. I'm not supposed to get that for another week. And she's like, no, really, you need to go to the bathroom and check. And I did, and I was, and I had nothing with me, nor did anybody else, none of the parents that volunteered who came with us had anything at all with them. And I just packed a whole bunch of toilet paper in there and begged anyone in the stands for anything. Nobody had anything. No one. And of course, my band director was an old man. And it was the most embarrassing thing ever. And I had a crush on this other drummer who saw and witnessed the whole thing and was trying not to say anything to embarrass me further because I felt absolutely humiliated. And I ended up tying a jacket around my waist that I borrowed from somebody just to cover up the stains that continued to flow. And I had no ride home. There weren't cell phones back then. And I was just stuck marching with my marching band with a jacket tied around my waist. And I made it through the night and was mortified. And I'll never forget it. Many years ago, when my husband and I were both anesthesia residents, extremely overworked, underpaid, and very tired, My in-laws moved in with us to help us take care of our two young sons because I don't know how else we possibly would have survived without them. My mother-in-law and I were not the best of friends. We would put up with each other um, because we had to. One day I came home from work and it was a long day and I was in the kitchen and I just wanted to stretch my back. So I I stretched like I normally do. And she was sitting there at the kitchen table with my father-in-law, who is the sweetest, kindest, most soft-spoken man. And she looks at me as I'm stretching and goes, will you please not stick out your chest like that in front of my husband? And I lost it. I felt rage for the first time in my entire life. (laughs) I know what that feels like because that was the one and only time I've ever felt it. I got so close to punching her in the face. My husband walked over and stood in between us. And I am not that type. I'm very easygoing normally. 
And it was just a long day. I was not in the mood for her antics and it was the wrong thing to say at the wrong time. And I just could not believe she said that. And I just told her off and she probably was in shock that I stood up for myself like that because I never normally did. And anyway, she did end up later on apologizing because my husband made her and um, things got a little better after that. (laughs) My name is Shauna and I am an anesthesiologist. So I, I like to joke that I get paid to knock people out or you know, whenever my husband and I first started dating, I told him that I was going to get paid to pass gas. He thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I, thought, I think that's great. <laughs> and the professional gas passer. Okay. Do you pronounce your business Bawana? Bawana. Is that because it's like Shauna Bawana? Correct. Exactly. So I grew up with three older brothers and they came up with that nickname when I was little, Shauna Bawana. <laughs> and we also say because his first name is Brad, so you can kind of combine Brad and Shauna into Buana in a way. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it, it does work in the end. I like it. So how did you start this? How did you start a Bath and Body Works business? I grew up with a mom who loved to make things and she instilled the love of making things into me. And I have instilled it into my son who's about to turn eight. She started out teaching me like cross stitch and sewing. And then <laughs> I guess you could kind of say that was my first business. I would make like Christmas ornaments and angel tree toppers. And she would sew Bible covers and and stuffed animals. And I always thought this was hilarious. She worked in downtown Nashville and she was like third shift doing data entry. And when break time would come around, she'd take like this whole gaggle of women out to her car and pop the trunk in the middle of Nashville and just start selling like Christmas ornaments and Bible covers. (laughs) She had her own little trunk show. Literally, that's adorable. I love it. She was way ahead of her time. She was. So that that was like it was the first thing. And then I took up candle making for a while in, in high school. Now, back in 2008, my husband and I got married and we had our honeymoon in Gatlinburg. And we went to Dollywood, which is a wonderful place if you've never been. And I went to a shop and I saw peppermint lye soap. And I was mm. like, whoa, people still make soap with lye? So we bought a bar. And as many people don't understand when you get the soap, the lye's all gone by then. You use the lye to make the soap. It is the catalyst through which the process occurs. But when you label it lye soap, that kind of freaks people out a little bit. <laughs> and I was afraid to use it for the longest time. And finally I did use it and I loved it. Really did. And I was like, man, I want some more of this. Then I started saying, how do they make soap with lye? And so I started researching it a little bit, but I still did not try for the first time until 2020. And my son had found a bath bomb making kit at the store that he just insisted on having because he wanted to make bath bombs for mommy, which is so adorably sweet. And I, I didn't want to break his heart tell him that I prefer showers, but whatever. <laughs> so we, we made bath bombs and I was posting all this stuff on Facebook just for fun. And people kept saying, are you going to sell this? And I was like, well, I hadn't planned on it. And they're like, well, would you please sell this? I would love to buy some to give as gifts for Christmas. So the business started to kind of be born at that point. My, my husband had always wanted a business. We just never could sell on what kind of business. We had gone through all kinds of, of things. And then I, I said, I think we have our business now. And in his mind, he was like, awesome. Let's make a five-year plan. And I said, nope, I'm launching a small business Saturday. <laughs> People from like every stage of my life showed up on that day to purchase. And I was so blessed with that. And it's, you know, it's continued to grow since then. 
I was actually on call the day we launched. So I, I, I advertised we're going to launch on this day at this time. I have an Apple watch and I was actually inducing anesthesia and my watch started dinging because every order that oh came my in. Gosh, my watch how fun. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Oh. <laughs> it was exactly like that. And I was like, sorry, guys. I just, I said this live, and they're just looking at me like, what? <laughs> well, let's hear your embarrassing story. What happened to you this very week? So, yeah, it was so funny. You were saying something about embarrassing stories. I'm like, I can't think of one. And then it just happened to me. So speaking of bath bombs, I go to start trying to make bath bombs and they will not form. They're not sticking whatsoever. And I'm, I'm getting frustrated and I'm adding more stuff to it, trying to get it to stick and work. Sometimes you just add, need to add a little like more water or something and, and then it'll stick. Nothing's working. It's driving me insane. I eventually got this mixture so wet that it was starting to act funny. And I was like, I don't know what is going on here. My guess was that it was low humidity in our basement. But that didn't make any sense because I, I kept adding water and it just wasn't working. So I was I was incredibly frustrated. I just put it away, cleaned everything up for a while and, and sat and thought. And then I was like, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to recalculate everything, make sure there's nothing wrong with my recipe. And I did all the recalculations and then I, I decided I'm going to do it again. I'm going to try it again now. And so I went with another smaller batch and the same thing happened. I just oh. could not get the form and I was so frustrated. But then it c- occurred to me, I thought, I remember some people saying in this group that if they changed brands of baking soda, Sometimes that affected their bath bombs. Uh-huh. Weird enough. Baking soda should be baking soda, right? It's, it's sodium bicarbonate, but I guess some of them have like, you know, some anti-caking agent in or something. So I thought, well, maybe that's it. I did just open a 50 pound bag that I had ordered at some point a year or so ago. I was like, maybe it was the baking soda. And I'm sitting there thinking about it. And Brad's like, well, that, that's easy. Just get your regular tomorrow and try it and see if it works. I'm like, yeah. And then I went to look at the bag of baking soda to see like what brand it is or something like maybe other people have had issues with this. And I'm looking at the bag and it's a plain brown bag and there's printing up the side. And then I know <laughs> I see on the printing, it says cornstarch. Oh. I had spent the entire day trying to make bath bombs work and had used cornstarch instead of baking soda. Chemistry works, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Rule number one, make sure you're opening what you think you're opening. <laughs> yes. I had posted about it in this group too. I was like, can, can the baking soda really make that big of a difference? People were like, oh yeah. And then I was like, all right guys, so laugh with me here. It wasn't baking soda. <laughs> and everybody was cracking up and people started telling their stories about using the wrong ingredient for cooking or opening the wrong bag when they're trying to make something. And it made me feel a lot better. It was the same kind of thing as this, you know, like people are like, so, you know, some days I just shouldn't be allowed in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, you're never going to ever use all that cornstarch. <laughs> Thank you very much for taking the time to tell me your embarrassing story. And I'm sorry that happened to you, but I'm kind of glad to. <laughs> you had something to tell. It's great that you know, as you get older, you quit caring as much about that kind of stuff. That's why I was like, maybe maybe I just don't care anymore about being embarrassed. But yeah, then I had a, a goof up the other day. And I'm like, well, there you go. I was at a swim meet a few years ago and I was, I was timing is what I was doing. And you stand at the end of the lane and when the swimmer starts to come in, you stand up and you lean over and you look cause you have to see him touch the wall and then you click your stopwatch. So it's very exacting. So you're always like leaning over the end of the lane and these are short races. So it happens many times per hour. And finally one of the, a little girl on my daughter's swim team was like, excuse me, um, you have a piece of toilet paper on the back of your pants. And apparently, <laughs> I mean, I hadn't been to the bathroom in hours and I was wearing black pants. So I had this toilet paper tail 
And I just thought it was so funny. I just grabbed it and I crumpled it up and put it in the trash. And then later Delaney, my daughter was telling me, yeah, mom, I heard them talking and they were like, no, you tell her, no, you tell her. And apparently they were like giggling about it and trying to figure out who was going to tell me for the longest time. I'm like, oh gosh. And, and the funny thing <laughs> after that happened, I was like, I am so not embarrassed. And I mean, that right. would have killed me in my teens and twenties and maybe even thirties. But now I'm like, oh, it's just kind of funny. And at first I was like, hang on, have I grown up or have I given up? <laughs> like, I was like, I need to figure this out. Why am I not embarrassed? And finally I, re- I think, you know, I haven't given up. I think I've just grown up some, you know? Yeah. It doesn't matter. I mean, it happens. We know what happens to everybody. So that, that did remind me of which, you know, not my story to tell, but my mother-in-law, we were in Hawaii. It was last year. And she had taken my son down to the pool to just ride the slides and everything. She had didn't have a bathing suit on. She had like a bathing suit top and then just a, a pair of shorts or something on. Apparently had split the shorts at some point and didn't know. <laughs> so she was climbing up all these slides and going down all these slides with a split of her shorts. Climbing up the ladder, just flapping in the breeze. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> She's like, I don't know how many people I flashed out there, but oh well. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, you gotta love it. Can you imagine? Oh, I love it. Okay. You'll have to ask her if it's okay if we leave that in because that's really cute. <laughs> I would like to introduce you to Sarah McClanahan. She is a vendor of Usborne Books, and I'm going to ask Sarah to tell us a little bit more about that. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for being with me today. Hi. Thanks for having me. So Usborne Books and More um, is a variety of children's books, actually books for all ages, so from babies even up to adults, that are great quality books. And I think the thing that's my favorite about our books is when your children, yes, when your children inevitably destroy their favorite book, (laughs) you can contact your consultant and Usborne will replace it for 50% of the cost. Oh, that's so nice. Because yeah, books, I think books make the best gifts, but kids are destructo monsters and they just can't help themselves. Yes. And we're we're slowly getting out of that age where they're destructo monsters, but my three-year-old still get, it's very hard on his books. Yeah. They just, they just don't have the fine motor control. And I mean, sometimes they mean to, but even when they don't mean to, it's like, oh, I just tore the page. Oh no. So tell me, how did you get involved with Usborne Books? About six years ago, when I was pregnant with my oldest, a friend of mine was like, hey, why don't you let me throw you a book shower? Um, And then you can use all the rewards to fill up your library. And so I hosted a party for her. Um, That's another of my favorite things is that hosting a party, you can earn lots of free and half price books. And so I did that. And that's how I started my little one's library, even before she was born. And then since then, I've just continued to add to them. My daughter, I brag, um, she crawled for the first time to That's Not My Unicorn. Um, Oh. So that's one of my brags about our books. It can help your little ones learn to crawl or to walk. Oh, so cute. So I'm assuming that selling Usborne books is your side gig. What's your main gig? I am actually a psychiatrist, and I just started my new main gig about two months ago, 
and I'm the Executive Director of Behavioral Health for St. Francis Health System, which is the largest health system in Oklahoma. Wow, that is awesome. Do you have any particular deals going on during our vendor fair? Tomorrow through the 28th, there's going to be the $10 book sale. And then starting now through December 13th, there's going to be 25% off select books. And so I will have a list of those books coming out as well. Oh, great. A lot of books are going to be less than $10 a piece. And so it's a great time to stock up. Awesome. As you know, the point of this podcast is to share our embarrassing, funny stories so that listeners remember they're not alone. What do you have for us today? So I am a klutz. My, my new boss calls me Calamity Jane because I, just, <laughs> I trip over nothing. And so when I was starting my new job, um, I come into orientation and I just trip down the stairs of our education <gasps> at the hospital. And I have done this not once, but two or three times since then. You think I would know how <laughs> that works. And then, as you know, when we were starting today, I am, my chair in my office is not very sturdy. And so if you don't sit in it just right, you kind of fall out of it. And many times doing telehealth in the midst of COVID, I'm falling out of my chair and having to apologize to my patients, but it also showed them that I was just like them. Nothing went, yeah. Wrong. One minute she's there, the next minute she's gone. Yes. <laughs> Where's the doctor go? <laughs> well, yeah, we, um, you guys, when we were first signing on and, and saying hello to each other and getting everything set up, I suddenly heard this crash. <laughs> I already knew that we were going to be talking about tripping down the stairs and then she fell out of her chair. I love that so much. So please tell me you weren't injured the two or three times you tripped down the stairs as a professional. No, I was not injured. I actually only fell the first time. The other times I was able to catch my balance. Well, and I have passed those skills on to my daughter. Um, Oh, no. She fell off the risers on Friday during the Thanksgiving program at school. Oh, no. Was she embarrassed or was she okay? She thought it was funny. And so then I proceeded to continue being silly. I love it. When my my youngest daughter, Bailey, was four, three or four, she was in a Christmas play at school. And between every musical number, she would say to me, from the stage... And she was projecting because I was halfway, you know, back in the audience. Mom, 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 can I have a bath tonight? And she was, <laughs> because we had just started to um, do these really amazing bubble baths where you just put a little bit in and then you turn on the jets and suddenly there's like three feet of bubble, you know, bubbles going up to the ceiling. And they just loved that so much. But I was like, these people are going to think I don't allow you to bathe. <laughs> You're begging for a bath in between every song. <laughs> Uh, well, my daughter does that too. Luckily, it hasn't been from stage, but at our house, just because it's easier between her, she's five and he's my son is three, and it's just easier to run them through the shower. In our master bath, we have this big open oh, shower, yeah. so it's like take turns. I can help them without getting super wet. Yeah. But she will say that in like, front of people. Mom, can I take <laughs> a bath tonight? <laughs> And you're like, oh, this is, if only you knew how this was making me look. <laughs> you do bathe her. Please let me bathe. <laughs> uh, but no, she was yamming it up on Friday. 
her and her little friend, they started laughing and they were projecting, singing as loud as they could. My husband couldn't be there, so he was watching the video after and her friend kind of rolled off. They're sitting on the risers on stage and her friend rolled off and then Allison did it. And my husband was like, you don't have to do the same things that she does. And I was like, just wait, because your daughter is about to lead her entire class in a chant of turkey for turkey before the program (laughs) even begins. That kid is comfortable in front of people. She is comfortable in front of people. She's comfortable on the stage for sure. That is amazing. She's going to do big things in her life, I think, if she can just stay upright. (laughs) My name is Amber Stevens. I am a family medicine physician in Florida, outside of Tampa. I do work full-time seeing patients, but I also work as a certified coach for the Faster Way to Fat Loss. We are a premier virtual health and wellness program centered around improving quality of life and reducing disease burden and basically creating a community to support each other to accomplish that task. So it's been very life-changing for me. I personally joined Faster Way when I was, it was like 2019. I had just gotten back from a conference. I had needed a seatbelt extender on the plane, and I also had a stress fracture that I was nursing because of my size and decided when I got back that I was not doing this anymore and ended up having really wonderful success, and it's been a lifestyle that I've been able to maintain, even with my incredibly busy schedule. I have two small children, two boys, nine and five, both with some special needs. And then I have a stay-at-home husband as well, which is sort of like having a third child. So um, (laughs) I love him, but it's like having a third child. So, totally. I get, I read between the lines. I give it your, I pick it up as you're putting down. <laughs> so that is my story. You know, in medicine, we deal with a lot of people who don't really want to get better. They don't, I mean, they may say they want to get better, but they're not willing to put in the effort to get better. They're not willing to take the time to improve themselves. And then doing this coaching really helps me kind of fill my cup on that end because now I'm working with people who are motivated, they want to show up, and they are improving their life basically one day at a time. And that's exciting for me because then I get to share in their victories, their celebrations, and it's been very enjoyable for me to participate on this side of it as well. I coach the clients one-on-one. I have new clients. That's six-week session and then continuation clients that are my VIP clients. I continue to coach them. We do ongoing challenges. I do one-on-one meetings. We have a community. We have an app that everything's kind of located in, which makes it really nice and easy. We do home workouts, gym workouts. We have a meal plan if people want to participate in it. But mostly we teach people how to eat so that they're fueling their body the best way possible. They can balance their hormones, sleep better, and accomplish their life goals with energy and purpose. And I'm excited to be a part of that for people. I have a couple sessions that are starting. I have a women's session 
It's actually starting probably before the podcast drops. It's going to be um, November 28th, and then I probably won't have another women's session until the first of the year just so that I can survive the holidays. Yeah, well, that's Um, perfect timing for a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like the Super Bowl of the wellness industry. Mm-hmm. And then um, I actually have a men's program that will be starting on December 5th, and they have completely revamped our men's programming. The strength training workouts are going to be elevated for men, so they're really going to feel like they're pushed more, although I, I don't know how they're going to feel like they're pushed more because it's it's already intense. But the... Workouts are all 30 minutes in and out. So, you know, everybody can pretty much find a 30-minute footprint to get a workout in. We do macronutrient cycling, which is like adjusting our proteins, carbs, and fats based on what needs we have and what our goals are at that time. So they're going to have a slightly different uh, cycle than the women have. But that is actually dropping a brand-new program starting on December 5th, and right now I actually have a, a link to kind of hold your place, if you will, and then they're providing okay. a 25% off coupon for the new client as well as a coupon for the continuation program for the men. So that's real exciting. To be easier just to, to share my link tree and have people click on the the right link. And then on that link tree, I also have a free holiday meal guide, a free fall meal guide, hormone balancing guide, and those are all total freebies. Like, there's no obligations at all. Awesome. Um, it's just free information. Once people get into it and they realize what's actually going on, you know, we we don't depend on the scale. Um, we're mm-hmm. all about non-scale victories and You know, it's been our new client session just started this last Monday and already the the women in this group that that I'm coaching, they're already saying, you know, hey, yeah, it's been like five days and my pants are already fitting better, you know. So, I mean, that's yay. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, as you know, the point of this podcast is to tell some embarrassing stories so the listeners realize no one's as fancy as they look. So what do you have for us today? (laughs) <laughs> so I was talking to my sister and she gave me a whole bunch, but they're all based oh, from when I was a minor. Uh, you know, probably more relatable at this point in time would be, you know, and it, it, this is a little more challenging for me because I feel like in my 40s, I just don't get embarrassed as much anymore. Totally. So me looking too. Looking back, I'm not as embarrassed of some of these things <laughs> as I may have been <laughs> previously. But my husband and I, we've been married now for 15 years. And one night, he woke me up, and he's like, you just kicked me out of the bed. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you literally pushed and used your feet and kicked me out of the bed. And at the time, we were living in a townhouse, so we were in a queen-size bed, and neither my husband nor myself are small people. Like, I'm five foot nine, he's six foot two, so, like, wow, there's a lot of snuggling that had to happen in a queen-size bed. And so it didn't take a lot of effort to kick him out. He goes, you just kicked me out of bed. What is going on? And I was like, and I, I was like half awake. But then I, and I was like, ah. and I woke up the next morning and I just remember being so mad at him. I couldn't remember why. Like there was something that I was angry with him about and I was so angry. And he goes, what is wrong with you? Like you're sniffy, you're short, you're, you're upset. And he goes, Are, did I do something? And I'm thinking, you're like, yes, I, I don't know what I, it was. I, I know what you. I know you did something, and I'm mad at you, but I don't know why. And, <laughs> but 
to tell him that because that sounds stupid. And so I was just like, no, I'm fine. Leave me alone. And then finally, <laughs> at the end of the night, he was like, it's like that evening, we're getting ready for bed. And he was like, okay, you got to tell me what's happening because I don't want kicked out of bed again tonight. So what did I do? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know. I just woke up mad at you. I said, I had to have been dreaming about something. I said, I don't even remember what it was. Like, it's not like, I mean, I don't know. Right. I don't remember the dream. I just remember the dream being sheet. So angry. It was, un- yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, the dream sheet's dream so rough. Sheet. Yeah, probably because it feels so real and it, you feel so yes, betrayed. Good to earn it. <laughs> right. <laughs> just all inside your own head, but the emotions are real, yes. man. <laughs> Take it one step further. Real. Yeah, you don't even remember what he did, but you know he's in trouble. <laughs> oh, that's in real life, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, you know how mad she gets. She can lob you right out of bed with one foot. <laughs> yep. I remember being in an emotional funk for an entire day based on something that happened in a dream, and my husband's like, "This just isn't fair," and I'm like, "Yeah, think I like it." <laughs> yep. <laughs> My name is Rachel Kingston, and I am the founder and owner of Adjua's Creations. My parents were missionaries in Africa for 15 years, and I fell in love with the African fabrics. So my mom would always get me all these fabrics, or whenever I went to visit, I would grab some more. What I ended up doing was thinking, oh, my mom bought me as a teenager this aromatherapy bag that you just stick in the microwave and heat up, and it's perfect for cramps and anything like that. How I started my business was with this one large rectangle, and then it has grown. So now I make neck wraps, I make eye masks with or without straps, I make a back wrap, I make a ultimate sensory wrap. I have child or kids aromatherapy bags where I can make different shapes. I've made cats and dogs, elephants, um, sugar scrubs, and aprons, and just a whole lot. So you're selling these things in our vendor fair and mm-hmm. you are giving a deal for those who purchase something on December 3rd and 4th. What's that deal? Yes. So on December 3rd and 4th during that time, I'm going to be having 20% off your entire order. A few years back when I was living in New York, I had a daycare in my home And during that time, it was my husband's birthday in February, and I made cupcakes, put them in the plastic cupcake holder, and all of a sudden during the day, the kids were like, I want a cupcake, I want a cupcake, and I'm like, no, that's not a good idea right now, we got to save them for daddy, and so I put them in our oven that had a lock on it, and what (laughs) I ended up doing was like, hmm, let me think, what are we going to have for lunch today? We had peanut butter and jelly yesterday, so we can't do that again today. So we ended up preheating the oven for chicken nuggets, and I forgot this lovely plastic container inside my oven. Um, So needless to say, when the all of a sudden I'm smelling something, you know, the mom nose comes out, and I'm like, why does it smell so bad? And I go in the kitchen, and I open my oven, and all this smoke comes out of my oven, I melted the plastic container. Oh, I had what a mess. <laughs> it was a big mess. And, and the fumes, you were probably on. like, this, this is toxic. Not only have I ruined yes. my cupcakes and ruined my oven, but I am poisoning these children right now. <laughs> it was 
so fast. So I, like, running, and thank goodness, I mean, it was February in New York. It can be super cold, but this day it was, like, 40 degrees, so it felt really nice. I took blankets and had the kids sit on our lawn chair stuff out on the driveway. As the fire department's coming, I'm freaking out on the phone to my husband. Like, it's just nuts. So, needless to say, we had a fireman say that I had an excessive amount of children. I had my three boys, my toddlers, and I had three little girls at my house. And, and that was excessive to him. And and it was excessive to him. So He's like, um, I have found yeah. the old lady who lives in the shoe. <laughs> Pretty much, right? Oh I mean, I had gosh. a dog that I had to put in the backyard and a cat Ugh. roaming around the house. So it was crazy. But... Yes, all this to say, you are not alone if you leave stuff in the oven, and you don't have to have little children. The other day was Thanksgiving, and I forgot my turkey in the oven that night, and I didn't I didn't cook in my oven for three days. So last night, was it last night? Yeah. <laughs> last night when I went to go cook some, I was making leftover pot pie with my turkey and um, gravy and corn, and then I put stuffing on the top as the pot, as yeah. the pie filling. And I went to go cook it, and sure enough, the turkey carcass was <laughs> in my oven. So you don't oh. have to have little tiny children. <laughs> it can yes. be now. It's I am a mommy brain. That. Yes, I. I <laughs> in all transparency, you guys, we recorded this last to, just to as proof that no one's as fancy as they look. Rachel and I had a very similar conversation last night, but I didn't push record, which I'm always paranoid that I mean, I've done over 100, almost 150 episodes of Fancy Free. I forgot to push record. So um, <laughs> I was telling her last night that I put a pine cone in the oven to supposedly it kills the bugs and you just do it really low and then I left it in there to cool down and I forgot I don't know how many days it was in there and then one of the kids turned the oven on to preheat it and we were all like what is that smell <laughs> it, it smelled like burning pine cone but we couldn't figure it out and then why is there my husband's like why is there a pine cone in the oven because I didn't even remember to tell mention the pine cone to anyone so he was probably like are you sure you're not losing your mind <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, so crazy. So I'm feeling sorry for you too that you now didn't have a turkey carcass out of which to make turkey noodle soup because that's definitely right. what I do with ours every year. Well, yeah, I would have been yeah. so mad at myself. Like, no, I can't believe I wasted this. I kind of was mad and my dog's like, Are you going to give it to me? Are you going to give it to me? And I said, No, it's going in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your embarrassing moment that is there's always humor to be found and it's so fun to share these stories and I just always appreciate it when people are willing to poke fun at themselves and allow me to laugh at them along with alongside them so thank you so much for that you are so welcome Okay, that was fun. These ladies are all so much fun, and you will get to see more of them in the Facebook group. So make sure to go to Facebook, type in Twice as Nice Holiday Vendor Fair, scroll down, click on Groups, and then Request to join the group, and then you will have your Christmas shopping done shortly. Have a wonderful week, and remember, no one is as fancy as they look.